Okay, okay apparently you're not. Still, I'm not ready. Hold on a second. Here we go. Ready-ish. Ready-ish. Here we go. Ready? 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 Yep. Sportique Studios at the Spine One Illegal Burger Practice Dome at Pat Nolan Fieldhouse at Lexus Field at UC Health Training Center at Broncos Budweiser Medved Shane Make America Great Again Training Camp at Mile High. This is the South Stand Denver Fancast. I'm Colin Daniels with producer Scott Stafford. Musician, podcaster, actor, director, and senior Rockies editor for BSNDenver.com, Drew Ian Kreisman! And your host, John I was. Um, welcome to the show, everybody. Yeah. That's a riff and a half. Uh, welcome to the show, everybody. South Stands Live. We're back. We're live on YouTube. You might be listening to us on the new and improved South Stands Denver.com website, which looks beautiful, by the way. And uh, hopefully that'll be up there uh, soon. If, if you're not listening on that and something bad happens. So I don't know if that's that's even going to work. No, but apparently iTunes is still a thing, too. iTunes I looked is still it up. a thing, Yeah, that's too. still yeah, a thing. Apple yeah. Podcasts. Yep. I You know, I haven't really listened to a show in a long time. I, I used to listen to it all the time just so I could make sure that I sounded good and I was I was doing things the right way, but I haven't listened in a long time. I haven't either, and that's good to you know. You should. Is, the last show was great. Is the quality horrific? I no. have no idea. No. I, I just assume no. it's am I, good. Am I doing okay? I don't know. You're doing no great, John. Okay, thanks. No <laughs> Appreciate it. How are the levels? Are they all right? The levels, levels good? good? I feel good about my okay. level. Right. But you know what? I might listen to this show because we're going to talk all kinds of Rockies yeah. with, our, with our good buddy, that's Drew Creaseman. How's it going, Drew? Good, man. Colin used my middle name. I was I was thrown off by that. That was that I, was, that was he, However, I had to spell it incorrectly in my notes to make sure I pronounced he, he it. He got it correct. right, huh? Right. I was wow. that was the thing I was most impressed by was that you pronounced it exactly right. How did you do this? I spelled it phonetically. Yeah. Wow, that's wow. excellent. Yeah. Um is that it's it's Ian? Yeah. Yes. And it, but it's a funky spelling. It's E Y A N. So yeah. it, it's like um it's like uh spelling like a kid's name like um um I don't know like you know, when they spell a mm-hmm. kid's name yeah, off funky. Yeah, they spell yeah, it wrong. Exactly. Yeah, 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 they spell right. it wrong. Yeah. yeah it's, it's and then wrong. expect so every, hit, the whole rest of the world has to compensate hit, for you. And yeah. everyone was like, everyone was like, I'm talking to you. I'm talking to you, Meg Han. Yeah. Yeah. What's the genesis of that? Hippie parents? What's going on? It is a male version of the Irish name Anne, A-Y-N, which was my grandmother's name and is my mother's middle name. But in my generation, there were mostly boys. So I inherited the family name Anne, but a male version of it. They didn't want to just, you know, my parents at least gave me that. 
they were, you know, weird enough hippie parents to name us Drew and Ira, though that's my brother. So, yes, there's gotcha. that, too. Gotcha. But uh, th- there is a family history there. I gotcha. Well, welcome to the show. Welcome back. Oh, we were just saying it was about high time you came in here and uh, talked a little bit about my Colorado Rockies because they are red hot. And uh, a certain person in this room had probably written them off uh <laughs> Visibly on Twitter, like three or four times uh, before the All Star break, and and then now that they're rolling again, he's back on board. You, you're back on board. I'm oh, way nice. back on board. Nice. I'm definitely a bit of you, a bandwagon. You you fan. were you were you. I remember there was there was a tweet, and you said if they don't do X, Y, or but Z, they did. Then it was I'm beat out. the Diamondbacks the following day, <laughs> and, and you they said did. I'm out. So I they, they is, did. Is this the natural reaction of the Rockies fan? Is this the the temperament of the Rockies fan, Drew? Is this what you experience a lot of? That's about right. It's about it's, right. That's yeah. about par for the course. It's uh, yeah. I mean, it man, it's a tough game. It, it'll it'll do a lot to you. You'll go through. Every team will, good ones and bad ones, and it's sometimes very difficult during those times when they're just not winning games or they're blowing every single game. And I think that was what was really tough this season was that that bad stretch in June for Rockies fans came when they actually weren't just overall playing terrible baseball. They kept losing it right at the end, and you felt like they were just – kicking the whole season away it was just the type of losing that they were doing and every team that's even good teams even the Dodgers last year went through a stretch where they lost 12 of 13 games you've it's tough to separate yourself from the recency bias of how bad something looks at any given time and just say yeah but what is the talent level of the squad it's very good actually I sat through two Count them two. I know you were there. You're always there. But I sat through two Brian Shaw implosions. And uh, I think uh, one was against the Dodgers where he gave up like six runs in the seventh. The other one was against the Reds, I think. Well, it was just it's it's so painful that you you feel demoralized. It is. But I think and and I I hope most people get to this point. And I'm not saying I'm well, Okay, I am saying I'm I'm more enlightened than most. But (laughs) what I'm saying is that What's what's your what's your end goal of getting into a sports team? It could be any sports team. It could be Broncos. It could be the Nuggets. It's for your enjoyment, right? And so obviously you want them to succeed, and you can get you can get upset. But then if if they're not playing well, but just the the carrying on and just the end of the world type attitude, I just kind of think like. You know, if, if it's if product product experience aren't that good, don't come. Right. That's, that's kind of how I that's and, that's and, right. and, and that's years right. removed from that. I think, you know, what, Dick had a point there. Now, obviously, the owner can't tell people that, but it's true. If it's not working for you and you're upset, then, then just don't just don't tune in. But if you're getting something out, you're enjoying it. I want to see him win more than anyone else. I, I you know, it sucks when they blow a game. But um, I discovered a while ago and this the, the Broncos made me realize this, that they can ruin your fucking day and they will ruin your night and the next day. And if, if you let it, but uh, you know, when it's good, it's good and it's bad, then you just got to walk away. So, well, and we've had this conversation uh, with, with Andrew Feinstein about being a Nuggets fan and how you, you as a Nuggets fan, you kind of have to adjust your expectations. World championships are not some, that's not the bar for a Nuggets fan, you have to be able to consider a sixth seed in the Western Conference <laughs> a wild success as a Nuggets fan. So you, you've had to you kind of you kind of have to dial back your your expectations. I don't feel the same way about the Colorado Rockies. Certainly not at this stage of the game. Um, I feel like there's no reason that we shouldn't expect them 
to win the NL West. I agree. No, I, I agree. It shouldn't be about dialing back expectations. I think it should just be more about recognizing the different nuances of each sport. And I think Denver is getting better as a baseball town, but has still got this we still overarching. Need a wave. Right. Well, and, but they didn't wave in St. Louis. <laughs> that's a whole other conversation. But there, there is a pervasive football mentality that just kind of comes into the way people think about the game of baseball. And I I, I had somebody say to me the other day when people were comparing the Broncos and the Rockies and somebody said to me, well, I'll start taking the Rockies seriously when they've played for more world championship or or they have, you know, fewer losing seasons or more world world series or world championship contentions than losing seasons like the Broncos do. And it was like, there's one team in Major League Baseball for whom that's true. It's the New York yeah. Yankees, right? <laughs> Who've been playing forever. Right. Yeah. And yeah, and they and that's partially true because a lot of the World Series that they played in happened during the first 40 years of baseball when there were only like 10 teams or whatever. So it's like, yes, that that can happen and it's it's great that the Broncos are an institution in Denver and that that's awesome, but it's not just that this you're right in baseball, you have to adjust your expectations because even great teams are going to lose 60 games. And to John's point, you don't want to be miserable 60 times out of the year. Yeah. If your team's still going to end up going to the postseason. but for how talented these guys are, Colin, you're absolutely right. The expectations should be high. I understand that people were disappointed early on more than they were just mad that they weren't winning, but you, it's like a marathon. You can't be mad. If you're rooting for a guy to win a marathon, you can't be mad in the first third of it that he's not out in front of the race. That's not how you win that thing. So Colin bailed out and got back on the bandwagon like dozens of times throughout the season. Now he seems pretty committed. He's he's like he's like doing heart emojis to, you know, uh, to to the Rockies Twitter account. He can't he can't come he can't jump off the bandwagon now, right? He's in. He's got to stay on it. Cuz if he jumps off now, let's say they go on a little skid here, uh, which I don't think they're going to do anytime soon, but they go on a little skid and he's and he's upset again. He sh- if he bails out, he shouldn't be allowed back on, right? Is that is that is that fair? Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. I think that's fair. I got to I got to I got to tell you guys something. <clears throat> I consider myself now an elevated fan mm. as I have been exchanging text messages with one Dick Monfort. Oh, huh. And I'm not kidding. I'm not making this up. What happened was I was on Twitter one evening talking about Nolan Arenado and how much I love him and how if he gets an extension, if he gets a long-term deal here, I'll get a Nolan Arenado tattoo. And I am tattoo-free. I have no tattoos. That would be my oh, first wow. one. So a gentleman who I've been exchanging comments with on Twitter for many years direct messaged me and said, let me have your phone number. And I said, I don't give out my phone number on Twitter. And he goes, trust me, let me have your phone number. So I did. Wow, that's a leap of faith, well, isn't few, it? A few minutes later, my notifications, I got a text message. So it was him texting me and Dick, said, Dick, this is my friend Colin. We've been talking on Twitter about Nolan Arenado. And he said he's willing to get a Nolan Arenado tattoo if you guys extend him. So say hi to Colin. Dick, Colin, Colin, Dick. I was like, hi, Dick. (laughs) I just want to tell you how much I enjoy the team and and how much of a good time I'm having this season. And and, uh, he's like, nice to meet you, Colin. And uh, did you say? Yeah, I, we I, all hope we all hope that we can get Nolan to stay. And and then I complimented him on their management of the ballpark. I said, I think I don't think you guys fair. get enough credit for the ballpark itself. And uh, now I have his phone number, and I, and I've been texting. I texted him last night. Now, when is he? Has he asked for nudes yet? 
because that's that's coming. That's next no, because that's I think always, this is an elaborate. No, I, cat I'm not LA baby. <laughs> this you, is an elaborate catfishing scheme, I think. And you, 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 you do know I sit in Dick's section, right? Section 125. I've stood next to him at a urinal before. I mean, I love. I respect <laughs> that about him. He doesn't go that's to a right. special no, he, owner's bathroom. He, he does not. He sits. He stands with the fan and pees. Wow. Yeah. A- anyone who pees with the normals is a man of the this people. Is, this is eye opening. It's really. It's really good to know this. So now you got. You got the uh, the ear of the owner. That's excellent. It, Dick is actually quite. The fan when he's at the game, he he really yeah. wears it on his sleeve. Well, right? and I it's, said it's really awesome. His famous line, which you know, technically, you know, he probably as an owner, you probably shouldn't say it, but he's not he's not wrong. If you're that bummed no. out, yeah. don't fucking come. Yeah. I mean, that's that's what I would tell somebody. You know, I've told people in my, you know in my in my my work life, I'm like, hey, this isn't working for you. Fucking hit the road, and you know, and, it, and it's and it's awesome to be able to say that and be in a position to say that. But as an owner, you can't say it. But he wasn't wrong, so I think he, um, I think he was kind of in a spiral. They were really shitty. They were being, they were probably being mismanaged, and then, um, and I think that he was just probably just spoke his mind at the wrong time. But I think they're doing great now, and um, you know, they probably should all pat themselves on the back for the good job they're doing. With that said. You know what that reminds me of, by the way? Go, something, yeah. something else that we talk about okay. sometimes is uh, people bitching about uh, comic book movies that they really hate, but they go to every single one of them. It's like, dude, if you don't like the DC movies, stop going. Literally, no one's making you do this. Like, you act, you're mad that a movie... Would, and it's the same thing. If, if sports ultimately are entertainment, and you're tuning in every single night... And you're going to let that determine whether or not you have a good night or not, whether or not your baseball team wins. Like, your priorities are probably a bit out of whack. Absolutely. And we're going to talk about that a little bit because I am, I am not going to any more DC movies. You're done. Yeah, I'm done with them. So, so we, <laughs> you're off the bandwagon. Yeah, I, I'm, off to, I'm off that bandwagon. But um, we can talk about that. Um, we got to talk about, uh, we got a bunch of Rockies to talk about, too. We're, gonna, we're just going to talk a little uh, nuts and bolts, you know, X's and O's, Jim's and Joe's, all that stuff. Um, I do. You know what? We got to even talk. Maybe broach the fantasy season because it's. Oh my it's, gosh! It's right around ooh, the corner. It's, it's like up. it's like a freight train coming it's, down the. I know. Track. And all of a sudden, I, was I like, haven't been listening to any podcasts yet. I don't I, have any information yet. You got to get some information because I just started. Because I was like, I better get going because I got. I don't know if you guys know this, but I won three fantasy yeah, titles. You had a hell of a plus year. an MFL ten. I didn't know which which leagues it, were they. Eh, the the South Stands League, the uh, the, oh, the, oh, the auction the B, league. The B, B league. Well, it's B South Stands Platinum is what it's called so yeah but um i got my kicker picked out already oh dear good good well we'll we'll talk about that we'll get your we'll get your input on that and many other things so let's take a quick break and we'll be right back BSNDenver.com is your best option for covering all four local teams like a blanket. It's a subscription site, $5 a month, $30 a year. It's the cost of a latte, for God's sakes, and you're getting the best coverage from the best reporters who are there on site at all the team facilities. Tell them the South Stand sent you. 
Sign up for BSN Denver. You're going to get Drew, Drew Ian Creaseman. You're going to get Ryan Konisberg. You're going to get all the best. And they got Adrian Dater over there. Man, you got to get on board with BSNDenver.com, and you got to tell them the South Stand sent you. Will the Broncos go undefeated at training camp again this year? Did they have a really great week of practice? Among the $45 million worth of improvements to UC Health Training Center, did Vance Joseph really only notice the hot tub room? Was it, was it his idea for the door to lock from the inside? Who's more on the hot seat this season, Vance Joseph or Annabelle Boland's plastic surgeon? Drew, do you think I'm cool enough for Isotopes Twitter? Is Case Keenum a Kyle Freeland guy? Does Eric Decker check all the boxes to be a receiver for the New England Patriots in that he's white? Does the continuing success of the Colorado Rockies have the program director at 104.3 The Fan very, very nervous? <laughs> How often does Taylor McGregor have to say to Drew Goodman, Drew, my eyes are up here. <laughs> you have questions. We have answers. <laughs> Southstandsdenver.com, Colorado's finest internet sports talk since 1971. Okay, guys, all together. Here we go. Here we go. Ready? Oh, 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 oh. Oh, 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 so oh. it's like oh fuck oh yeah oh, oh. Exactly. oh. so okay. as soon as I as soon as I see one of those I'm getting it yeah so, oh 18 <laughs> so you're talking about like everyone's favorite player yeah, yeah. Awesome. yeah did you see this I saw this little thing on oh, on oh, oh, on, oh, on zombie root oh. sports about his interpreter yeah I guess there's there's, there's like two of him oh. Eugene yeah he hangs out with a master interpret Eugene is phenomenal. Yeah, he's, he's, he's going to be a star in Denver. Really? Yeah. That's I mean, cool. someone O will probably also be very good. But I think Eugene Koo is like the most popular player now, on Rockies they, Twitter right now. Do they live they, they live together or they just live by they each other? They live together. They, they go to the park together. Well, I know he has to probably walk him around and, and you know interpret for him. But, I mean, he's like, he wakes up, he's in the room next to him. And they're like, let's go, O. You know, like, let's get it going. And then he has to, like, go down to McDonald's and order for him and shit. They sit together in the bullpen. It's, it's awesome. It was a cool, it was a cool little cool. feature. I like it. That's awesome. How do you guys feel about that being the one move that they made before? The trade deadline. It, uh, I was a, a little move. bit disappointed that they didn't do like another lefty middle reliever kind of thing before the trade deadline. Well, I was a little disappointed. Well, let's ask the expert, Drew. What do you think? Well, I, I think if that's your major concern, then you're fine because they can still do that. the The trade deadline really is for those big blockbusters, and even those can happen. You know, after in, the, in what they call the non-waiver, isn't baseball fun with all these crazy, weird little rules that just of it. confuse everything? But remember, last year Justin Verlander was actually traded in August during this period we're in now, the non-waiver deadline, which is where you know, all this weird stuff has to happen. Guys have to pass through waivers, and teams can make claims on them, and you you can still make moves. And usually, Justin Verlander type moves are much more difficult to make. What you do with it is 
pick up a left-handed middle reliever, somebody who got cut in a 40-man roster crunch on someone else's team. There's actually a lefty reliever out there whose name escapes me at the moment who just got cut from the Phillies in such a way, a 26-year-old who's got not a great ERA against righties but is a real lefty specialist. That's exactly what the Rockies need. He's out there. You can go get him now. So I, I, I think for the people who wanted the Rockies to go get a catcher, they're SOL. For the people who wanted the Rockies to go get an ace pitcher, not going to happen, Johnny. Like, they're going with We've got, like, three of got. those right uh, now. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah, but yeah. You, you say a catcher now, Real Muto. Um, yeah. That, that was one of the ones that was being kind of kicked around. Um, obviously they'd have to, they couldn't have four catchers. So, um, <laughs> right, right, but, right. uh, so you think that's not, that's not going to happen. You think if anything does happen, it would be for that middle reliever, something kind of minor. I think so. I think from my, and this is me reading between the lines from even off the record conversations. Cause guys are very careful with sure. this type of thing. But my feel is that the conversations for Jacob deGrom or JT real Muto were absurd from the perspective of the Mets and the Marlins like not just your top prospect Brendan Rodgers plus a bunch of B-level prospects but like your top prospect Brendan Rodgers your top pitching prospect Peter Lambert David Dahl Ryan McMahon and Rymal Tapia to get and then you're like no we're not going to give you our entire immediate future for one guy I don't care who it is I wouldn't want to give up any two of those yeah talk to me about this Ryan kid what I mean what what when, when can we expect to see him in the big leagues which one, Ryan McMahon? Or, yeah, or, right. yeah, I mean, he, he's he's in the big leagues he's technically now. He just got called up a few days ago. He's going to be out there playing a little bit of second base for him. They're still waiting to see what's going on with DJ LeMahieu. I think McMahon's going to be a fixture on this team for the rest of the year and into the future, though. I think it, it took him a little while to stick at the big leagues, longer than people were hoping. It's a smoother transition for some guys than it is for others. It, it took him a little while longer to adjust to it, and the Rockies had other guys they wanted to get in there. I think Ryan McMahon's going to be a very good big league ball player. I was, I was thinking of Brendan Rodgers. Brendan Rodgers, yeah, Brendan Rodgers. Yeah, is in Albuquerque, and now when will Brendan Rodgers Well, he just up? got called That's, up to Albuquerque. Yeah. He just got called up to Albuquerque. Brendan Rodgers will probably be at the big league level in September unless he just has an awful couple of weeks in AAA. The kid can hit. Right now, we don't know if he's a shortstop, if he's a second baseman, what his future is. We don't know what the future of DJ LeMayhew is, but I can tell you this right now. Brendan Rodgers can hit a baseball, and I, I think he's going to be there in September. If nothing else, is right-handed pop off of the bench, and I suspect he's going to do very well. It's awesome. It's exciting. What about Todd Helton? <laughs> yeah, get him in there. Get oh, <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry, Holiday. I'm sorry. Speaking of Todd Helton, I forgot to bring it up. When the next break, I'm going to run a hell of a burger, that guy. Yeah. I've got these old posters, and um, one is a Helton. It's a Helton, and he's a, like a fucking rookie. He's clean shaven, uh, looking real hunky. Looks like he's on the cover of Hondo or something. Yeah. And, uh, and, then, and then also what I plucked was um, – a Conseco, a um, a Clemens, and a Barry Bonds. So I'm gonna I want to put those up in here somewhere next to with each a other. needle over the top, yeah, with a big needle <laughs> over the top. Um, and I might have a Griffey in there too. If you want the Griffey, they're they're kind of old. They're kind of yeah. If you want the Griffey, it's yours. Oh man. Yeah. So yeah, let me yeah. let me see if I brought it with me. But mm. I'll go grab those and then we'll get it. We'll get it. Put them up there. Maybe we'll stick them up there if we can. Then everyone can look at them a little bit later. But um, what was I gonna say? Oh, I know. We keep saying like Drew this, Drew that. 
when people are complaining about Drew Goodman, when you see, hey, Drew, yeah. you fucking suck, yeah. do you yeah. think, oh, they're talk- are they talking about me? Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, because people will often say that, too. They'll, I'll just see on Twitter, like, what is Drew on about now? This doesn't make any sense at all. You're like, hold like, on, let me hey, check this was, out. I mean, like, I have to check my last tweet. Well, I was like, God's, did I say something stupid? They like, got Soichers out of town. It's a Drew attack. It amazes me, their ability to talk over game action. Oh, yeah. It is absolutely stunning how often they do that. I was not watching the game this evening, but I saw our friend Zach Fogg on Twitter commenting about how they had a conversation with Taylor McGregor about her obsession with insects and it, it going on over game action. Yeah, it's one of those things like, that seems I guess she to, likes praying mantises. Yeah, well, I guess that's good information to have. I think a lot of producers across the country have decided if you're watching sports on television, you don't need a description of the action because you're watching it. But do, you don't need the distraction of somebody talking about praying mantises. Uh, yeah, yeah, I would rather have silence. Silence. Just silence be, between it. And I think a good broadcaster will give you silence. Will give you silence. Now, and the thing is about those guys, and I'm sure you rub elbows with them. We don't want you to you know, get yourself in trouble um but you know they, they there's there's little things and this is like i i've said this before growing up i remember my dad used to just get so upset with like somebody on he'd watch college football and i'd be sitting there doing whatever and he'd be like oh this guy and he'd be like so upset at the announcer and i was just kind of like i didn't think anything of it and now i grew up to be the same way and i'm like this fucking guy and this announcer and i and i hate it because there's little things that drive me nuts one of them is Goodman will fucking go. Oh my god, look at that boy! And then it's just like a it's oh. just like a routine flat. He does yeah. that every time or he routinely goes, "Oh, yeah, he looks out." And then it's like safe. And it's like, "Oh, he was safe." He does it all the damn time and I'm not, I, I'm sure many announcers do it, but he does it a lot and I see other people pointing it out and I'm like, "I know I'm not imagining this." So it just drives me crazy. So now basically I'm my father. I get tricked all the time when I'm at games. Like it seems like, oh, that's a home. No, that's like oh, so you're the, feet, oh, so you're the one. Twenty feet short of the warning track there. It's uh, so you're the one standing up and freaking out. Okay, you, well, I stand up and I, freak I can, out quite I a bit. I can pretty much if yeah. I'm sitting there, I can tell you if it's like you kind of know, you kind of know if it's going out or not. I don't know why he doesn't, but anyway, everyone's complaining about Drew, he's, so I figured you probably get that. He's to, excitable. That's good. He's very excitable. So. I do. You know, can I say one thing where where yeah. I, I sort of sidestep. Uh, like you mentioned, uh, critiquing the people that yeah, I rub sure. elbows with, but still kind of build up my own company. Uh, it, it is. I think a lot I, as I've gotten to know a lot of the I guess you would call them on air talent. One of the things that I've realized is that a lot of this stuff does seem to come from elsewhere, whether it's producers, directors. I don't know who's telling them yeah. to behave this way, but a lot of people that's like not exactly who they are. In real life, and that's one of the reasons why I'm really glad that I work at BSN because then, like in my podcast, you just hear me or like me sitting here talking to you guys. This is just who I am. I don't. There's no one telling me, well, do this and say this thing, and people like this or behave this way or always pull for the home team or always feel like your guy has hit the home run out or or really err on the, the you know the side of whatever. You're allowed and, to do what you want to right. do. And I just think having somebody in your ear from afar who's not there every day dictating what you do all the time is a bad way to cover and, baseball. And because I think that's the case because for everything what I've known about Drew Goodman who's a who's a lifer uh, broadcaster, right? Yeah. He he's I just had to look it up what he said. Tonight he was talking about catch probability. He was like, "Well, cargo's catch probability." And I thought Motherfucker, when have you ever <laughs> when, talked about catch probability? <laughs> I was like, I was like, he. Someone probably told him. 
he 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 mentioned someone mentioned Babip, and he just was like so bummed out that they even had to discuss the fucking thing. And I was like, that's a common baseball stat now. And he's talking about catch probability, and Jeff Houston's talking about launch angle. And he's like, well, the launch angle is this, blah blah blah. And then I heard another broadcast, and I couldn't tell you what teams it was, but it was uh, it was like maybe like a, a like an MLB network where they cut in and they were like doing the local guys. And the guy said like he was like, well, the launch angle was blah 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 blah. And he's like, well, but you know you know more about that than I do. And it was obvious that he had been told you need to talk about launch angle. And this dude had no interest in talking about it. And it was obvious. And so I think Houston talks about it too. I think you're right. Somebody is telling him, talk about launch angle, talk about exit velocity, talk about catch probability, catch probability. Okay. You and I can talk about catch probability. Sure. That's great. My parents, my ancient parents sitting at home, they just think it's, they just sounds like gobbledygook to them. So someone right, right. is in the, in their ear telling them that. Oh, and I heard a conversation this morning on the radio with Nikki Javala, and she was talking about how great it is to be at the athletic where she can report on things that matter to her and she can do her own, you know, her own digging and report original stories. And she said, with all due respect to the Denver Post, I loved my time there. I wouldn't be here if it weren't for that. But, you know, I had last season I had to do this quarterback tracker every day, uh, and there was nothing to report. But they said th- you need this many column inches on the quarterback battle every morning, regardless of whether there's anything to say. We have this segment set aside in the paper for this QB tracker, and that's what you're going to write. And she, uh, I, I love having the freedom of not being tied down to that particular commentary because the people who aren't there are telling her what she has to do. Yeah, I mean, it's it's the backwards way. Like, all of the industries have turned around like this, right? It's like taxi companies versus Uber. It's it's Netflix versus network Wait, how television. How pissed would you be if you owned a taxi company? Right. I'd be furious. <laughs> right? But, but it is the idea that you let the person who's doing the work decide how much work they need to do for their hours to get however much money they need, and you don't lock them into something that they hate in order because it's the only thing they can do it's the exact same thing with a cable package why would you pay for that to watch all these tv channels when you pay 10 bucks a month netflix watch whatever you want on that whenever you want to watch it like yeah but you can't watch your sports that way which i've which i've written about and talked about you know you can't get the rockies games you can't get the altitude games unless you have a cable and baseball's the worst the ml they they have got to figure out they've got to fix it i cannot listen to a rockies game on the radio unless i tune my radio to koa which means the next morning when i get back in my car I'm going to turn on the ignition and hear Rush Limbaugh. And Something it's, awful. Yeah, we talked about the, uh, that briefly. Yeah, you, yeah, you accidentally hear some Rush Limbaugh or some Mike I'm going to hear the gas and oil industry oh, telling me how yeah. fracking is oh, safe. Yeah. Colorado's first. Hey, hey, get the facts, guy. Get the facts. <laughs> don't don't be spouting off about that. I had a guy that any, anytime I would say that about get the facts, this dude would show up in my mentions and be like, because he worked in that industry, he'd be like, look, man, this is blah, blah, and he'd give me the spiel. And pretty soon I was just like, I'm just going to mute this guy because I just don't, I don't want to see this ever again coloradans for responsible energy yeah sure mm-hmm. yeah you know, the one i like is colorado beef council which is the name of one of my <laughs> successful fantasy teams by the way <laughs> thank you very much uh let's take a quick break i'm gonna grab those posters and we will be right back Oh, so far away 
Sportique is where scooters come from, and a scooter is something you got to have, especially if you're going to downtown Denver. There's no better way to park and get into the game at Coors Field than with a scooter from Sportique Scooters. 50cc machines, park at a bike rack for free. No motorcycle license is needed. No license plates. Ride it in the bike lane. It's awesome. you got to check out Sportique Scooters. Their super showroom at 160 South Broadway. Sportique, where scooters come from. Two to two in St. Louis, giving them, giving the Cardinals all they can ask for. Have someone been using these mics? This smells no. like aftershave or something. Uh, Spano must have been in here. Oh, uh, really? You yeah, did your car? You don't let Spano in here, do you? <laughs> no, Spano no. in here anymore? No, his mic always spelled like spaghetti at mm. the uh, at the old Mile High Sports. A spaghetti. Bread to the Spano. Spaghetti. Always with the drama. He was like talking about his. He was Italian, and I was like, Spano. I thought you were Greek for the longest time. That's like a, a Greek name. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck it's is totally this Italian name. shit, dude? So God bless you, Spano. You're a good dude. Love you. <laughs> God bless um, you. Uh, you know how the kids do the do the floss, you know, the floss and everything? Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. yes. So I, when I was uh, I was telling you earlier, I was on vacation. And there's some just uh, real intense uh, phase 10 games that go on with my mind. What is phase 10? Phase 10 is this card game where you have to you have to you have to build these certain uh orientations of cards and if you do it you get to go on to the next one if you don't you get stuck and there's it's really cool it's a really good game do you use a standard 52 card no, deck no, no, no okay no, you it's use a, card a special game. deck okay. yeah yeah and uh so i i was like every time i would i would i would win you know i'd, I'd go out i'd win a phase i'd like have some s- special dance or saying to do and uh so i i i did my own floss and so my kids really liked it so you know what the floss is oh yeah i yes, I, yes. so here's mine <laughs> that's terrible yeah it's terrible they it's love awful. it it became, yeah. it became the new dance so everyone everyone was doing that that's basically humping yeah it's <laughs> yeah. a humping dance and so yeah i figured that out because it's once my kids started doing it they're they're going like this i was and gonna I was, say that no that's always been a dance that's the oldest dance it's, there the, oldest is. Dance. <laughs> it's the oldest dance you hypersexualized your children's youth <laughs> yeah, I, yeah i really really fucked up there so <laughs> um Speaking of sexual antics, um, Colin Taylor McGregor, is, right. <laughs> not Taylor McGregor. Uh-huh. Um, Colin is is very outspoken anti Vance Joseph guy, oh, and, and with, guy. And with the Broncos, with the Broncos uh, starting training camp, you know, I'd be remiss in not mentioning a little bit of training camp talk. You know, we got to talk about the Broncos. Got to talk do? a little Broncos. Hey, we got to talk a little Broncos. But but here's kind of like on the fan, they go, <laughs> "Don't worry, we're going to talk about the Rockies at the top of the next hour, <laughs> any minute. Stick yeah. around. It'll be for twenty seven seconds. But other than that, we're, we're going to get to it. So um, no, they're pretty good, aren't they? Yeah. All I, right, back with the Broncos. I don't expect you to like Vance. 
Vince Joseph, and I think he's a bad coach, and I and I and I can't wait till he's out of here because I think he's not a very good coach, and I think they're gonna I think they're gonna be better than people think. They're gonna limp. They're gonna limp into a, a pretty good record, but I think as as soon as somebody better comes along, they're gonna jettison him because they know he's he sucks. With that said, I think your your and 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 by all means continue your campaign of terror on him. I, I I'm just telling you that I think. What he did, what he's accused of doing, I think that um, holding that over his head at this point is is uh, is kind of beating your head against a wall. Only because I mean, I don't why think is it? Is. I don't why think is, it is it? How is it that yeah. Kevin Spacey can be denigrated, can be sent out, well, launched into space? Why does Al, Al Franken not have a job yet? Vance Joseph. Uh, hey, hey, the no? fucking uh-huh. hey, Al Franken was like, "Oh, you got me. I better, I better resign." And then these Republican assholes will be like, "Oh, I'm staying here till you fucking drag me out." So no, I'm not saying anything. What he did was excusable. I'm just saying that like. Um, Obviously, the team has moved on. The media has moved Def- on. Definitely, everybody's moved on, except the women whose boners, who, who on on whom he rubbed those. And I'm boners. not saying I'm not saying what he did wasn't wrong. I'm saying in the grand scheme of things, compared to what other people have lost John their LA, jobs, for example, over, have lost their jobs over. Um, his can be chalked up to being a, like a dumb young asshole. And I mean, he was in his thirties. Wasn't he his thirties? He was in his thirties. He was in his early thirties. It's 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 inexcusable. It's horrible. But what I'm saying is, is that you're going to ruin your you're going to ruin your enjoyment. I think you've already have ruined your enjoyment of the Broncos. Dwelling on that, I can only enjoy watching them lose. That's all. I, and and I, I am saw, actively I, rooting for them to lose. The I first saw four you games. say that, and I don't. And I and I don't think you should do that because I think you derive a lot of pleasure from watching the Broncos. I do. And if you're rooting for them to lose, it's going to make you miserable. Now, I I want him to be gone. Trust me. And and, and I and he won't I, be gone I, unless they lose. I, true. And I don't think they're going to lose. I think they're going to they're going to be better than you think. If Case so, Keenum goes down with a knee injury and we oh, are then they'll be bad. Then they're, they'll be they're, bad. They're, yeah. They're, then they will lose every single game. Then they're screwed. <laughs> then they're screwed. That's a whole other topic. Oh. They need a, they need a better backup quarterback. But I'm calling for, for, for your for your mental well being, Colin. That's the starting I'm, quarterback. I'm not asking you to drop it. I'm not asking you to excuse what he but did. But you're worried about me as a person. I'm worried yeah. about you. I want your enjoyment. I mean, I'm, that, I'm, that first game is coming. That Seattle game is coming regardless. I, and I want to be able to cheer on the Broncos. I see where you're coming from. It, it, listen, Drew, and you, you can you back this up. When you <laughs> when you when you're when you're Viewing sports, and we were talking about the the uh, one of the Osunas that went to went to Houston. Mm-hmm. You sometimes have to separate your your real world feelings for what you're watching, and you have to go like, well, I can't now. Uh, you know, if if Reno's a big Houston Astros fan, he can't totally check out on the Astros because he's got one guy who's a shithead. There's probably lots of shitheads on the team, but you just there. We know there's one. Oh, can you imagine by percentage how many players on the Broncos are actually shitheads? Oh yeah, it's horrible. <laughs> oh yeah, it's terrible. Plus. So. So we all know that you have to separate your feelings from these from these individuals if you want to enjoy the sport and enjoy the team. And if you get if you get too wrapped up to it, and again, not saying you need to excuse Vance Joseph or or, or forget about what he's accused of because it's it's still pretty shitty. You just have to uh, you have to divorce yourself from the players and the, and the coaching staff just to enjoy the actual product on the field. Well, I've been starting to hear some things about John Elway too, where I'm just like, oh my god, 
<sighs> like he was banned from Shotgun Willies? That that one. <laughs> yeah. Did you hear what he was presumably banned I, for? I, I saw that, and I think you got to get Gil Whiteley on that to investigate because yeah. he'll was, know. He'll know for, for the sure. listeners who aren't familiar. <laughs> it's for 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 heating up quarters with a cigarette lighter until they were too hot to handle, and then chucking them at dancers. Now, what, is he guilty of this crime? Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> who knows? But these, who makes a thing like that up? It's pretty fucked up. And Elway, when he was young and when he was, when he was, uh, when he was like early in his days of playing, he has a pretty notorious <laughs> reputation for tearing shit up uh, around Well, there town. was a lawsuit at his car dealership, too. And, you know, who don't well, he puked on it. Jeff Morton. You remember that? He, <laughs> he, he, no, he knocked Jeff Morton uh, down. And then and, vomited on him. And no, he did no, not vomit, uh, but he knocked him down, and Jeff got kind of bloody. And when Jeff's grandfather said, hey, man, you knocked my kid down, he's like, fuck you, because he was all drunk. And then puked on him. I don't think he that puked didn't on happen. No, I don't uh, think that's... Let's not get sued here, uh, <laughs> Scott. Clearly something happened to Morton. So I, he, he's got a pass. So I think you need to put in a call to Gil Whiteley and run that by him and see Just what get, he says. Get this on solid ground. Yeah, yeah so, for sure. Um, but for anyway, sure. I, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of you, Colin. I want you to enjoy your Broncos. I know you love your Broncos. They're your, that's your stories. And uh, I think I think your I think your 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 fixation on Vance Joseph, while while justified, I think is going to uh, is going to ruin your. Um, it is sullying my enjoyment. There's it's, no, it's going to no sully your enjoyment. That. Speaking of which, I get that. Speaking of sullying my enjoyment, I I, I I texted you earlier this week. I was so disappointed to find out Kathy Saban has no ass. Ah, see, she's I don't, got no ass. I don't know. I, was I, that a segue from John Elway? Is that what made you? Well, think of there's a, there is a connection there. Yeah, there is. A um, definitely a connection there. But no, I I was disappointed. I I she's a little skinny. She's a little bit skinny. But she's tall though, right? She is tall. Yeah, she's beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful woman. I, I've I've had a lifelong crush on Kathy Saban. Well, look, but I, I actually saw a picture of her in jeans, and I was kind again, of like again. Let's let's now you know back to Vance Joseph. Let's not put let's not degrade women in a way that we're right t- now. I'm totally exactly jo- now, yeah. now. You're just as bad as Vance Joseph. All right, I'm going to scratch Taylor Taylor off my yeah. List let's of let's let's completely. leave Taylor off the off the God, uh, off hot. the topic <laughs> list. So uh, t- Taylor McGregor, easy on the eyes. I think easy she, on the eyes. I think she does. A, I think she does a very good job. She's getting better. She screws up. A little bit once in a while but i think she's very affable i think i think she's uh doing a good job with it um what was the pitcher uh i think he he pitches for the a's and he tweeted out something about why doesn't jenny kavanaugh have a job instead of these clowns it, what was that what's his name oh that was a pitcher that yeah. i saw the tweet I missed that. oh shit Probably, i gotta look it yeah. up um i think he's a he's a pitcher and i think he he must have played here i can't think of his name um but he's on the A's, and I think he, he gets hurt a lot or something. I don't know. Maybe Brett Anderson? I think it's Brett Anderson, yeah. And he said something about why, is, why doesn't Jenny have this job instead of these clowns? Instead of Jeff Hewson? No question. <laughs> I know. No I question. So, um, that's a slam dunk. Maybe She's really smart. She's very smart. Oh, she's, she's, she's awesome. She's so sharp. I just, I just think, you know what? You, one, she's good at her job. You bring her in, and then it, it opens up. One, okay, sure, you're going to get a bunch of fucking uh, chauvinists and people who are commenting on women's asses and stuff. You're going to get those guys who aren't going to be happy with it. But I think you're going to open up a whole new generation of people who will be like, oh, yeah, Jenny Kavnar, she, I, she's great. Um, I think I, – I don't know why they don't do that. I mean, maybe there's – there's we, we, t- we discussed earlier, there's somebody in their ear all the time, so somebody's pulling the strings who thinks those guys should be in there. It's probably obviously more complicated than just yanking someone out and saying, "Here's your, it's your job now. But, um, yeah, did, I don't know. They did it to Helmer. 
True. Yeah. Them right now. I guess that's. I guess they. I guess it's a pretty cruel business, right? They can do whatever they want. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what doesn't get talked about enough with that though, because it's like, yeah, there are a lot of people who would love to hear Jenny's voice. A lot of young women who would love to hear Jenny's voice. But you know what else isn't talked about? She's just not sixty years old either. Like yeah, yeah. She, she's you know in her thirties. She's somebody with a different perspective on the game. She's a little more savvy with the numbers. She's somebody who wouldn't sound totally out of place talking about catch probability and launch angle. So if you want someone to do those things don't force it into the mind of somebody who doesn't think about the game that way let someone who does think about the game that way take over the broadcast because jenny kavnar is brilliant and and an incredibly hard worker so i yeah i mean i i've long been an advocate of her since before she ever stepped into the booth i wrote an article back at when i was still with purple row about how she needed to get more of a run and it's weird those just kind of traditions in baseball that, and it's not just like misogyny or whatever else you want to put in it. It's like, it, it's kind of almost the same force. It's like when the bases were loaded, nobody was out the other day. Why did Bud Black in the seventh inning hand the ball to Scott Oberg instead of Adam Adovino? Cause Adam Adovino is his eighth inning guy. It's almost the same mentality. Got to you know stick, I mean? gotta, gotta stick by the book. Right. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. And, and so baseball could use a little and shaking you knew, up. You man. knew all three of those runs were coming in. The second he <laughs> handed him the ball. And they did. And the second Jake McGee took the, the mound in the 10th, you knew it was done, right? Is that's that and that's how I feel anytime I see Brian Shaw with game? a baseball in his hand. I mean, that, like, we're doomed. We're that, doomed. Uh, Why uh, is Brian Shaw still on the active roster? Because they're paying him too much money. Yeah, I mean, yeah, if you, if you want the most cold answer, the reason is because he's in year one of a three-year contract that's worth a, a decent amount of money, Ooh. and you're not just going to pay the guy that money to go play for someone else. It's the same reason why they didn't cut ties with Ian Desmond when he was really struggling the first two months of the season. People were like, DFA him, just get him out of here. It's like he's in year two of a five-year <laughs> deal. They're not going to pay him the better part of $60 million to play for somebody else. But I feel Desmond had – I know Shaw had – some success in Cleveland, but it's Shaw like, was one of the most consistent Shaw, yeah. pitchers in baseball for yeah. five, six good. years. I, I feel in like Cleveland. I'm, I'm very on. happy that Desmond's. Hold on, well. we're going to talk about Desmond what? because oh. this, this, this is this is a Desmond a top, throwdown. This is topic that's very close to Drew's heart because he I'm was going to body was, slam everybody. He was vindicated. He was vindicated. <laughs> he was very vocal about. It. He was very cruel to me on so Twitter. Talk about, <laughs> on the, on the, I was. I was such an asshole. We're going to talk. We're going to talk about that when we're coming back. So we got to take a break, and we'll be right back. If you're going to be traveling along South Broadway, you want to make a stop at Mutiny Information Cafe right there at Broadway in Ellsworth. Absolutely the most uniquely Denver store, maybe in all of Denver. It's a used bookstore. It's a record store. It's pins, patches, T-shirts. I'm wearing a T-shirt from Mutiny Information Cafe right now. It's awesome. They put ice cubes made of coffee in the iced coffee. 
You guys have got to check it out. Please let Matt and Jim know that we sent you down. Tell them the South Stand sent you at Mutiny Information Cafe. You know what? I, I like Grateful Dead. I love them too. Yeah. That late '60s, early '70s stuff. So into it. Only the Jerry stuff. Oh, uh, totally. Bobby, only the Jerry Bobby stuff. Blows. Another good reminder that you've got to be able to separate the quality of music from the quality of the fans. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Yes. Uh, kind of like Floyd. Kind of like sports. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly yeah, like sports. There's a lot of examples of that for sure. Um, I always said like because because I listened to the Dead because I had to listen to the Dead because. My brother lived in this house, um, and we'd go there and party in college. It was right off of um, House, no, Remington. No, uh, the, one of the big streets. I'll think of it later. Shields. Um, but so we'd go there and party, <laughs> and, they, and they'd have, they had a, they had a keg fridge and everything, you know. But so the part of the re- part of the thing about being there and partying is that one of his roommates would just play nothing but fucking live dead recordings from fucking the ages, right? And we had to listen to it, and we'd be like, "Hey, man." Can we put put something else on? He's like, that's fine, man. He goes, just just wait till the end of the song. And, and we'd be like, like another no, 35 minutes of the song. Everybody party some more. And then, hey, man, yeah. when's the end of the song? Just wait till the end of the song. Yeah, yeah. And it just fucking kept going yeah. and going and going. So, you know, that was my experience with the dead. But the whole thing was I was always like, I like the Jerry stuff. I hate the other guy. And I realized it's just like Fugazi because there's the Ian McKay stuff. And then McKay. there's the other guy, Ian McKay. Yeah, I, I, was, I, I grew up knowing McKay. So. Well, yeah, yeah, but he'll yell at you if you okay. say it. So okay. it's, 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 it's an Ian McKay thing. That's great. It's what he'll do. But so the other dude was like the um, the other guy in the dead. It was kind of like, eh, his stuff wasn't as Bobby. good. Bobby, I don't like Bobby. Yeah, his stuff. Right, yeah. So. yeah, yeah, and I really don't like the dead outside of like ni- after 1976, maybe like anything before that. Gold. I love Touch of Grey. That's a great song. <laughs> that was like 80s. Wasn't <laughs> yeah, that, that was, was no, it was Dude, 90s. American, Early 90s. Beauty, American Beauty is a fucking great record. It's fantastic. It has a fucking great record straight through. It's really good. So, good stuff. Good stuff, gang. I um, dig. I dig. What do you got, Colin? Guy, thing? Well, I wanted. To, I wanted. To, I wanted to ask Drew. I, I. I'm a devotee of the sports talk radio, and the other day, uh, our, our, our your friend and mine, James Merrillat, <laughs> at Altitude. Yeah, said he thought this was the best position by position, the best Rockies team of all time. I wanted to bounce that off you. Talent wise, I agree. I mean, coming into the season, I thought that, and and so it actually surprises me to hear James say that. So, oh, he's good, a little bit head him. over heels with the team, actually. Right? Hey, now. good on him. I know he was a little doom and gloom last year because we had some fun at his expense on Twitter uh, <laughs> because a lot of that. Of people, uh, have, most people do. Yeah, well, yeah, that's what Twitter is for. Uh, but uh, I, I cannot disagree with that. Coming into the season, I said, and it's easy for me to say this right now, I understand. But coming into the season, I said, look, it's a, the game is starting pitching. 
And this group of starting pitchers is more talented than any group of starting pitchers yep. they've ever had. You can talk about their inexperience in the postseason. There's a fair argument to be made that none of these guys have done it in the postseason yet. Fine. John Gray, Tyler Anderson, Kyle Freeland, Herman Marquez, Antonio Senzatella. These guys are more talented than any group the Rockies have ever had. And they're all, each one of those guys, trending upward. Yeah, they're young. Yeah. This whole team is young. Yeah. It's really exciting. Yeah. It's sort of a homegrown Charlie Blackman's team. the old guy. Yeah. 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 Well, well, like, in like 32. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, Cargo yeah. is by a few months. Uh, right, a right. A few, few months older. Like so right. do we have to give a lot of credit to the front office? Yeah. Absolutely. And, and even, dare I say, as John was talking about earlier, the front office that was here beforehand. Look, Dan O'Dowd is the reason that Nolan Arenado is on this team. The reason Charlie Blackman, Carlos Gonzalez, Trevor Story. He drafted all these guys and or traded for DJ LeMahieu was one of his best trades he ever made. He gave up Tyler Colvin and uh, the, the third baseman, Ian um, Stewart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for DJ LeMayhew. That was all what's a multiple his name? time gold glove, and that's all Dan O'Dowd. Mm. Yeah, but what was Jeff Breidich's job at the time? Why did he become the GM? Bringing him his coffee. That was his job, right? <laughs> it, was, it was a real big coffee guy. Yeah. He was the director of development for the young guys during that time when Dan O'Dowd was drafting John Gray and David Dahl and Ryan McMahon and Kyle Freeland and all of these guys who have come into the organization. They've been very patient with the draft and develop. They've been very patient at trade deadlines when people are going, oh, just move your prospects for X guy. And, and, and every year they've said no. And they've had chances to trade away John Gray as a prospect or Kyle Freeland as a prospect or any one of these guys who are helping them now. And I think that they're in the midst of a true renaissance for Colorado baseball. If they can figure out a way to convince Nolan Arenado to stay on this team, and I think it's 60-40 that they do. Oh. Well, listen, so I might be getting that tattoo the, the, after this is a uh, <laughs> This is a next year conversation, right? Because now all of a sudden you got all the young kids that are up. Maybe Rogers is up. You mm -hmm. got it's definitely a next year. This is this team is being built. This team is being built for the future. Yeah. We, we know they're probably not going to win a World Series right now. But, but they could. That's the thing. If they make the postseason, they, what team can't they beat? Oh, well, there's a few. They couldn't beat Boston, uh, the Yankees. Oh, well, fine. Uh, well, out Houston. of the NL, who in the NL can't they beat? Yeah, maybe the Dodgers. They can beat the Dodgers. Eh, we'll see. Oh, absolutely, they can. Will no? I, I think the Scott's question is not: Would you take them in a series against the Dodgers necessarily? But can't? Would you be shocked if they beat no. the Dodgers in a seven-game series? No, 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 I wouldn't. I wouldn't be. I, I the Houston Astros are the only team, and they just basically played them even over a two game set. Yeah. I Well that's that's the crazy thing. Like right now they're in St. Louis. I mean, the Cardinals are good. And and they're giving them they might yeah, lose tonight. The Cardinals aren't very they're good. giving them all but they're giving they're giving them all they can take. They're giving them all they can handle. And, and the Rockies the historically have been terrible uh -oh. in St. Louis. Brian Shaw's in. Uh -oh. oh look out. Oh, here, no. here he comes. Well, right. Try to try to avert your avert your eyes, gang. Um well I, I think it's Part of the thing is everybody. Everybody goes. Oh, you got, now the Yankees can go. Fuck. Let's just let's just get rid of these prospects. Get get these good players because we're going to we're gonna we're gonna probably take a stab at it. Right. No. The Rockies know. Well, 
we're probably if we get there and we can get you know it's like the NHL you get to the you get into the playoffs and your goalie gets hot you have a chance the Rockies right. are right. like we have a chance sure whatever but we're not going to mortgage the future for right. that for that for and, right and now and this year really they're I mean the Dodgers didn't make all these moves to win the NL West right I mean they no, they, no. it's pro- they're probably going to win the NL West the Rockies will probably get a wild card. But it's a, it's one game, and well, you can't mortgage a future over one game. What's hilarious about the Dodgers is they spend all that money and make all those trades, and they're still gonna fucking lose. It's gonna be awesome. But anyway, <laughs> they didn't but, make their pitching better. Their yeah. pitching has been their problem. They got a shortstop and a second baseman. They're good. Sure, Manny Machado and Brian Dozier are very good oh, yeah, baseball really good. players, but they get to bat three times a game. Yeah, it's not gonna matter if you're yeah. pitching. Sucks. <laughs> right. But I but I like that because the Avalanche have done this too. They've basically said, Hey, look, we're we're not gonna we're not gonna sell off all these guys. We're gonna keep this core. And I was a number one critic of that. I thought, oh get rid of these guys, get rid of these guys. They kept it together. They built this fucking team that maybe not this year, but after that, you're gonna see you're gonna see some success with the Avalanche. Same thing with the Rockies. They're gonna they're gonna do it and all of a sudden they're gonna have all these guys and they're gonna be like now we're ready to roll. I think that's why they didn't sell off all these guys because they were just like, look, it's not going to matter. They will never say this, but they're basically like, it's not going to matter anyway. So if we get rid of these guys, it's going to fuck us in the end. As a uh, season ticket holder, yeah. I want them to be competitive every single year. I hear they're competitive uh, now, and they're going to be competitive. But I, I don't want to see like a Miami uh, Marlins or Florida Marlins type right, of scenario right, where they win the World right, Series where they use and then the process. sell everybody off. Yeah. Well, they're you're not going to get that, but what – it, it, we talked about the Nuggets earlier, and the Nuggets, unless they get like a superstar or someone develops into a superstar and they can compete in that realm, it's never going to happen. And for they'll them. be good for two years. I mean, and, years. and that's what's going to happen. Eventually, the Nuggets will win a title because somebody came here and then that person will leave. The Nuggets are going right to be really good in three years. Way. Right when Golden they're State Warriors be, are dismantling, they're going to be incredible. Uh, right, that'll be right when when the Lakers start to peak again. Let's. And, I want to. I want to switch gears slightly, so. and I want to talk to Drew about um, about Ian Desmond because <laughs> oh, I love Desmond. <laughs> Ian Desmond, um, uh, much much maligned. For for a lot of the early season, and um, and and Drew's take is that he's saying, "Hey, you know, he's good. He'll come around." And um, everyone was like, "Oh, get rid of him!" And it's like, "Of course, you're not going to get rid of him because you paid him all this fucking money." So, I, and I and I knew that it were, they're not going to get rid of him. I I'm curious as to why he didn't maybe go down to the minors for a little while. But he turned around. He's playing well. And, and Drew got to got to toot his own horn, if you will, and uh, and let everyone know that he was in on that early and said, hey, you know, uh, De- Desmond's going to come around. He's good. And, and you'll see the results of it. I mean, we all kind of knew he was going to come around at some point. He had to, right? So, Drew, go ahead. Toot your own horn. Fucking take your victory <laughs> lap. Let everybody know how, 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 how prescient you were. That well, you know, it, it's true. It's all. It's everything you just said is accurate. <laughs> I, 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 no, yeah, nothing yeah, to add. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, I. You know, I think it's one of those things again. Going back to the like the the football mentality of the town, or or what's going on there, because with Ian Desmond, you know it. You don't forget how to play baseball at 31, 32 years old. Guys go through slumps. Things happen. Uh, you can also take a look at a guy's process and be like, well, he's seeing the fastball or he's not picking up on the slider. There are all these kind of little things that I was looking at when Ian Desmond was struggling. But ultimately, the formula beyond his contract was always this. You can bench Ian Desmond in early May and hand the job to Ryan McMahon, who we've talked about a little bit. And if you do that, and Ryan McMahon, it turns out, is not ready for the big leagues, you've ruined Ryan McMahon, 
and you've ruined Ian and Desmond. And you've ruined Desmond, yeah. <laughs> you, be- you just benched a guy, and you've just told it. You've just said loud and clear, we've got no faith in you. In May yeah. of a 162-game season, we're going to set you on the bench. Instead, they continue to have faith in Desmond. He starts to turn it around. They can go back and forth with McMahon because he's a young guy. He starts to turn it around. And now, instead of having neither... They've got both. Yeah. They've got and they're both. pushing each other, which yeah. is awesome. And they're pushing each other. Ian Desmond also, and this is another thing so underrated in the game of baseball. We were talking, I can't remember if this was in between during the break or we were talking during the show, but I was saying I love athletes, dude. Guys that got yeah. instincts, guys yeah. that can run. That, that was my comments on uh, Sean McGee. Like, like Desmond's an athlete. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and there was a play this year Jake where McGee. Jake McGee. Where Ian Desmond is the guy that works down. (laughs) Good old Sean. I said Shaw and McGee. Shaw. Shaw. Sean McGee. Shaw. Sean McGee. It's a lefty righty two headed monster. Two guys. Shaw and Sean McGee. Nice. Nice. Uh, But there was a play earlier in the season where Ian Desmond. He's at first base, one out. Carlos Gonzalez hits one of those sinking liners to left field. Desi goes first to third because the play is right in front of him. He can tell the left fielder's not quite going to get to it, so he can use his speed to get to thir- uh, third base. Cargo, seeing all of that, goes to take second to try to force the left fielder to throw him out at second. Desmond keeps his head on a swivel, looks back at second. The ball skips away from the second baseman for half a minute. He hops up from third, trots home to score the tying run. There's no statistic. There's nothing you can look at in the box score. All Ian Desmond did there was athlete, play good sport. Sports! Yeah, you know? sports. sports! That's yeah. all he did there was sports good. And, and, and that, that's so underrated in the game of baseball because we can measure so much people forget the importance of the little things. All right, Drew Goodman. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Tracy Ringlesby. And I hate Ringlesby. that crap. I do, and I and I know. And I Tracy with, Ringlesby with his eye test. I, oh, yeah. I see. What I stats won't tell you that. Buddy. Sometimes you do actually have it's, to watch the baseball. Yeah, absolutely. Game, there's, you know? there's 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 merit to that. Desmond was so bad though. He was terrible. He was so so. He was fucking so. terrible. But, but he, he even then he wasn't as bad as people thought. He had, like in that no, first he, month he when he hit bad, like one ninety with seven home runs. Five of those seven home runs won them baseball games. Right. And he was better in the first yeah. month of this season than Paul Goldschmidt was. That's true. That's, That's the true. nature of the game of baseball. There was a point, though, when he had like 38 strikeouts in like seven walks. Yeah. And, but he had three walks on Monday. Yes, like, he did. It's, it's yeah. insane. Yeah. My, my brother and I like to take him to the game, and we love to when Desmond's up. We're like, get a walk, Desmond! You know, but it's all like, good eye, Desmond! The, he's walking here. He's, he's Remember walking. his it's first awesome. year in Colorado, Gerardo Parra walked nine times that season. That's not good. He walked nine times. And then it was like the first game of the next year. He walked like three times in the first game. And everyone was like, he's got a third of the walks he did from a year ago in game one. Baseball is, well, is that, weird. That's man. exactly. It's weird. And it, and it, and you know, and that's why like, even we were talking a little fantasy into the break and it's kind of like, you're like, okay, this is going this way, and this is not how I envisioned it because I had this figured out. But it's like, just wait a little bit, and it's going to swing back because it always does. It always well, that swings was, back. When I first started playing fantasy baseball, that was one of the things that that Zach Fogg said to me. He said, "You, you, it's not fantasy football. Yeah, you can't play it the way you play. You can't add and drop 
and and just give up on players the way you do in fantasy football. You got to ride it out, and that's kind of what we're talking about with Desmond. Oh yeah, absolutely. And 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 hey, I'm I'm glad I'm glad it's worked out because you know what it uh, it would seem like a seem like a bad uh, it seemed like a yeah, bad. Yeah, it was fit. nothing but strikeouts and ground balls yeah, for uh, so. for a couple of months. Um, good. Shifting gears again now, now that you're vindicated. But you I was know. right and you were wrong, and it's <laughs> fine. I never. I, hey, I I never said he should be DFA'd. I never say anything like that. But Brian and, Shaw's broken, right? Yeah, I mean, that guy's totally broken. Brian Shaw sucks. My whole thing was is that you retweeted some guy who was like, "Hey, we're all the haters at," and I was like, "Fuck off!" I was like, "It's like you know." I was like, if you thought that he was just going to be terrible from here on out and was going to be out of baseball by the end of the season, then then you don't understand what's going on here. And so I think everybody was like, and, and I'm sure there's plenty of people who thought that and were like, oh, this guy sucks. He's done. Uh, we can see that, you know, okay, he's going he's gonna to bounce back because that's the whole thing. Guys go into slumps. They come out of it. It's just the nature of the game. So that was my thing with it, but. Anyway, um, <laughs> shift, shifting gears because we gotta get we gotta That's get right. out of here pretty soon. I did want to I did want to cover a little bit of DC uh, DC movie stuff, but what if you've got something else, Colin? You know, lay it out. Oh, I just wanted to say I'm looking forward to flannel season. Oh, yeah. yeah, a couple nights ago I was on my back porch late at night, like eight thirty nine. It might have been Monday night, and I and I and I got a little chilly. Yeah, and I had to go inside and get my flannel. I, I got my flannel shirt on and went back out to the porch and felt just perfect i, I was like that, that this is welcome I, after july was brutal we had a we had a stretch of 94 to 98 degree it was 101 one day it was nice it was uh i i have to i get up early in the morning and i and i take the dogs out and i have to be out there with them because they're small and the, the you know they don't want the 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 huge hawk that's hangs out in my yard to, to take them away um so Early in the early in the summer, I was like, I was like, yeah, it's still kind of cool. It was kind of cool in the morning, so I have that that sweet satin Rockies jacket that I scored. That right? thing is dope. So I keep it by the thing. But for a while there, I put it up because I was like, don't need it. Morning, it was t- it was so warm, it was great. This this week, I needed the jacket again, so it's been nice and cool in the morning. So I'm thinking it's uh it's swinging back around. Now, don't get me wrong. All these people who want football season to come, they can fuck off. Yes. I I, yes. I I want this to do get, not hasten winter. Yeah, I want it to get hot again. I want it to be. I want it to be summer August again. Is right ahead. Yep. Of us, so. it, we're we're in August now. Um, you know, we're already planning fantasy drafts and all that. So I just let's let's enjoy the heat for a little while longer, and then we can uh, you know, and then we can get into the into the cold because you I'm, know what, I, I the middle lo- of it. I sucks. do love living in a state with seasons. I I've, I fall more in love, I think, with Colorado every day. I fucking love this place. When I got back from my trip with Reno Notaro to Mexico, I, I got to DIA and I got outside of DIA and I just went. Oh, Thank you, Jesus. I'm so happy to be Did back. Did your family here. go, or is it just you and No, 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 no. It was, <laughs> no, a boys no. it was a boys' weekend. And a quick note, there was, a, there was a group of women in their early 30s and early 40s, late 30s, early 40s, staying in the same hotel we were, which was a very posh, very modern, very sexy motel. There's this group of women oh, staying there. Sexy that, motel. Oh, I don't no, think it's is a, a phrase no, I've a, ever heard. It was before. a sexy hotel. Hotel, uh, uh, not there, a motel. A no, like motel. on the screen when we were checking in, there were these images. Um, the big flat screen TV behind there, and one of the images was a couple showering together. I'm not oh, kidding. Yeah. So it was there was a very sexy vibe. Mm. So there are all these gals, and they have these matching shirts that said that said Girls Weekend 2018. I'm just like. 
You might as well just raise your fuck me flag. <laughs> your, your, your shirt says my husband's at home. That's that's yeah, what your shirt says. That's true. Yeah. Sound, sounds like a sounds like it'd be a heap of trouble for everyone involved. So. Yes. Yeah. Where, where was our invite, John? Oh, where I got invited. invited. You got invited. Yeah, I got invited, but I, if I was out of town, otherwise I would have been there. So these guys were texting me the whole time. They're like, hey, te- Reno was texting me the whole time. He was like concerned for Colin's health because Colin was fucking loaded, I guess. And I was loaded a lot. I yeah. got lost. <laughs> I got I got completely lost. Could not find my hotel. And it's like one stretch of beach, and my ho- the hotel we were staying is like. Neon blue, and I couldn't find it. I couldn't find it. I even got in a cab and asked a cab driver to take me to the the Hotel Carmen where we were staying at. It's like Hotel Carmen, please. And he just dropped me off, God knows where. And he was like, he was like, <laughs> it's right there. Oh, <laughs> never mind. I'm gonna fucking take you somewhere else. So close enough. That's awesome. Um, real quick, and then we can let you out of here, Drew. Um, the uh, the Shazam movie. Looks like a pile of shit. No, I'm it's, in already. I think it looks awesome. Oh, my I'm God. Just, I, I, but see, I'm in on DC. Is Shaquille O'Neal in it? No, I'm sorry. It's not Shaquille O'Neal. That's part of the reason why I'm not, I'm not into it. Look, I, I haven't even watched the trailer. I've just seen the stills from it. Oh, really? I've, Check out the trailer. I've, watch no, the trailer. I, will, I will not watch Dude, it. Dude, watch it. I will not watch, watch it. it. Um, watch I, it. I signed off. Um, I might I might get dragged to Aquaman. What, what superhero is in the Shazam movie? Is Shazam a superhero? It's Shazam, yeah. Or he's called Captain Marvel. Oh, Captain Marvel. Well, that's a whole... No, but there's... Oh, there's, but there's, there's <laughs> no, you're going to confuse everybody. <laughs> no, but there's, there's several Captain Marvels. They, that's they right. Span, they span the different the different universes, that's Marvel right. and DC. So there's the female Captain Marvel, which comes out in February for Marvel, and right. that's going to be kick-ass. That's going to be really good. This is Taylor is, McGregor in it? No, no, but this is the... This no, is but a, Brie Larson and Taylor McGregor are very similar. Yeah, they look kind of similar. By the way, yeah. Taylor is awesome, just so everyone knows. I, just like, she's she's legit cool. She's She's legit. Just so everyone knows. Told you. That's good to know. Told yeah. you. She's awesome. Anyway, so um, I won't be seeing that, but um, do it. No, I'll take. No, let's go together. Let's do if that. If you're paying, I, I will buy you a ticket to go to Shazam. Maybe to Aquaman. I'll pick one of those no, two. I, I, I'm sure one of my kids is going to want to see Aquaman. Okay, so I, I think I'll probably end up. Taking Aquaman it. sounds cool. Now, if if you want DC movies to be more frolicking and more like Marvel that, movies, listen, and more listen, jolly Rod, listen, and Rod bullshit. Sharon, listen, Rod Sharon. This is not what I'm getting at. I'm I tried to watch justice league again it was on cable and i was just like god this sucks terrible movie look i i am a defender of all the dc stuff i know you are i i did not think justice league was very good it's not very it's good. it's not i thought i thought batman versus superman was so underrated i thought people disliked that movie for all the wrong fucking reasons honestly but justice league was not good what's so the, I, best, so what's the best star wars movie Star Wars? Oh, don't even open up that can of worms. <laughs> I like the new ones. People hate the new ones. Oh, I love the them new all. Ones. I love them all. I, I mean, think the new ones, I thought Last Jedi was the bomb. But, like, you've got to, like. What about Solo? It was okay. It was okay. It was I haven't okay. seen it. I agree. You I haven't seen I Solo? See it. Really? It was good. It was, it, check it out. I'm surprised. When it comes out on whatever, I'll, I'll, check I'll it out. i watch it when it comes yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got scenes worth seeing. The only thing that bothered me about Solo was like they started the movie with him. At, I thought I was going to watch a movie about a guy who becomes Han Solo. And it's like 15 minutes into the movie. He's, he's on Han, so, he's Han yeah, Solo. Really see, that's what I didn't yeah. like about it. Because and the guy who played him is like thirty years old. He did and, a good job. And I thought, I thought, why don't you make him a younger guy and kind of 
show his 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 progress to Dude, what we know. Dude, Lando was awesome. Childish Gambino is Lando yeah, Gal- Calrissian. Awesome. So yeah, go yeah. see go see Childish. Okay. He's I watch when it comes on video. You watch anyway. Atlanta. You guys watch Atlanta. I do. I do. Yeah. Okay. I, I watch the first season. Everybody watch Atlanta. Yeah, he's really good. In it's it, yeah. one of the best shows on television. Childish Gambino's genius, and and that's all I got. To it's say. good stuff. I, the last thing before we go is I've been watching. It's on Netflix. There's one season. It's called Age Gap Love. And it's all about um, very old people <laughs> married to young people. No, no, we got it. We understood. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. The title pretty yeah. much gave and, it. Uh, but it's funny because there's there's a lot of like, you know, old guys with like a young wife. And, you know, for whatever reason, they kind of hooked up. And then there's all these like old women with these young dudes who are like who like obviously all and they show them playing video games, and all they want to do is just have a new mommy that they can play video games, and then and then go fuck. It's really disturbing. And then get their money when they die. And they get their money when they die. So it's a good show. But um, hey, man, my girlfriend's not listening to this, so I will say when uh-oh. I was when I was twenty two, I dated a forty three year old for a wow. very a very short period of Age time. Age gap love, baby. Uh, I'm just saying. Divide by two and add six, gentlemen. It's an easy rule. Hey. Look. There, there, I understand the benefits. <laughs> there are some. I understand the benefits. Was, was she your teacher? <laughs> yeah, right. right. I was just saying, uh, no teacher. comment. <laughs> no comment. Well, it's good stuff. Uh, Drew, thanks for coming in. I, I love the Rockies talk. It's excellent. We're all enjoying the, the great Rockies season. I just I just hope it's a it's just a, a, a an age of, of sustained um, excellence by the Rockies. I, as you said, it's very hard to win a World Series. We're seeing them play well. I think that's all we can ask for right now. If a World Series comes comes of it, awesome. That's great. Um, it's it's good stuff, and uh, we'll, we'll continue to to read and and see what you have to say. And we appreciate your coverage of it. Let everyone know where they can get you real quick. Hey man, we're at BSN Denver or BSNRockies.com. You can find us also on Twitter. Same stuff at BSN Rockies. I'm at Drew Creaseman, and uh, you know, Colin Colin's right, man. Uh, we got We got to get you that tattoo. <laughs> I, I think I think Nolan's hanging out. I think this team's gonna be a winner for a little while. Uh, I I know I catch some flack sometimes for being more positive about the Rockies as I have been for the last couple of years. But you know what else I've been more right. It's, I, I can say that on this show because you guys put up with that. I've just been That's closer good. to the truth than anybody else. Hey, so yeah, hell yeah. Damn, Sam. That, that, <laughs> that's the fact of the matter. No, so. Hey, you know what? Shout it to the mountaintops. You yeah. know what I'm saying? <laughs> so and not, not just on Ian Desmond stuff that I can rub sure. in your face. So but. speaking of BSN, when, when uh, Colin gets the sandblaster tattoo, can we bring Spano in to get that Patriots tattoo? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That, Jeez. that fucking guy, he'll never do that. So thanks Drew. We I'm, appreciate your insight. I'm getting a tra- tattoo. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I'm totally into yeah, it. Oh, it's got my it. new thing. So look for that. Oh on yeah, Twitter, it's, really, it's really it's you know what CNN. Fuck you. Yeah, JFK Junior died yeah. to become the leader. That's right. So <laughs> it's so awesome. It's good stuff. Thanks, Drew. Appreciate it. It's been a good time. This is yep. this is a good yep. show. I really the, the info was good and um, love Marakis. Love Marakis. Love Shazam. Shazam, baby. <laughs> Shazam. Uh, until next time, it's been the South Stands Denver Fancast. South Stands live. Adios.
slipping now. Don't catch you slipping now. Look what I'm whipping now. This is America. Don't catch you slipping now. Don't catch you slipping now. Look what I'm whipping now. This is America. Don't catch you slipping now. Look how I'm living now. Police be tripping now. Yeah, this is America. Guns in my area. I got the strap. I gotta carry him. Yeah, yeah, I'ma go into this. Yeah, yeah, this is Gorilla. Yeah, yeah, I'ma go get the bag. Yeah, yeah, or I'ma get the pad. Yeah, yeah, I'm.